0: Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio here, 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM or anywhere on the Odyssey app. 32 degrees and sunny here at 509. I've had the opportunity over the break and we were with our, a local affiliate, uh, you know, being a 30-year law enforcement professional, I, I was able to look at what is being put out there, look at some of the videos and... Uh, I was able to, to capture and slow down some of the video that was taken of the parade goers, the, party, the, the, the event goers, people who were just watching the parade tackle that alleged gunman who was wearing that tan hooded Cartharch jacket that we saw that I was explaining on TV getting searched by two Kansas City police officers very thoroughly before getting put in a van. Well, there's video of that individual running through a grassy area behind the barricades and being tackled at first by one, and then it turned out to be five or six that assisted. If you watch the video and you break it down, you can clearly see that he drops a firearm. And as they're wrestling and tackling the individual in this tan Carthart type hooded jacket with beige pants as they're fighting with him. And again, these are civilians, these are citizens there to watch the parade, uh, wrestling with him to get him to the ground, to contain him till law enforcement got there. You can clearly see a, a young woman that was there with one of the men who tackled this guy pick up the firearm and place it along the barrier and stand near it until law enforcement gets there. And what I'm looking at now, it appears to be an AR-style rifle without a buttstock, which would make it more concealable. But the magazine, the extended magazine, I mean, it looks at least to be a 50-round magazine. So being able to—and I'm sure law enforcement will be going through these videos themselves. I have the hindsight of not being involved in in the the chaos that's going on there but I was there's a there was a picture of a firearm, and to make sure that was actually a picture from this event from this firearm uh, for from this this occurrence, I went back to see because it is in a grassy area near a concrete barrier, concrete divider, uh, which is where this individual was tackled. And, and I'm piecing together multiple things. As I was talking to you earlier, I'm, I was watching Fox News Live where they were doing an in-depth search of this individual. Looked to be uh, a male black in his 20s um, with a, a tan heart jacket with a hood and beige pants. And, and they were um, really meticulous of going through his pockets and putting all his belongings in a manila envelope to where there's other pictures. Uh, and I know the police chief, if, if to catch you up on the police chief's press conference, police chief Stacy Graves, who's the police chief of the Kansas City, Missouri Police Department, said that uh, they have two people in custody one victim is deceased and they have 10 to 15 wounded watching videos that i watched i'm seeing at least two of the people with chest wounds uh they're doing cpr on two of them i saw two individuals with leg injuries and and such like that so as per the police chief there's at least one deceased video uh one deceased individual and 10 to 15 wounded or injured at this time Because of the event, and I said because of an event like this, there's always a large police presence. They're saying there were 800 law enforcement members from both federal, state, and local uh, departments there. They have two in custody. Now, from the video I'm watching now, and again, I have the description of who I'm talking about because I was watching it on Fox News as they were searching him before putting him in the prisoner transport van. Two officers were searching him. When I immediately when I saw the video that they're saying, you know, parade goers tackled one of the shooters, you can immediately tell that that's the individual because of his description that they tackled. You look a little more closely at the video. I ended up downloading it to my iPad. I was able to slow it down and go frame by frame. You can see he does have something in his arm. You can see he does drop it when he's tackled by the individual. And as they're wrestling with him, it's kind of a, 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 a scrapple on the ground. They're grappling on the ground as they're they're he's trying to get away from the individuals as more and more of the 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 parade goers assist in containing this guy, you could see law enforcement tackle a second person down about a hundred yards further down where this individual came from. So it looks like law enforcement were chasing them. They got one of them and tackled them, law enforcement. And then regular parade goers, fans of the Kansas City Chief, dressed in Kansas City Chief gear, tackled this second shooter who, in fact, did, and from what I'm seeing, had a firearm, had an AR-style rifle, semi-automatic rifle, with appears to me to be at least a 40- or 50-round magazine. It's well beyond a 30-round magazine, and it doesn't appear to have a buttstock. Now, if it fell off or, it, it, you know, in—, in in street use, these types of weapons, it's often that they do take the butt stop off so you can hold it. It's more concealable. It's smaller. You could put it under a jacket. You could tuck it in your, the back of the small of your waist, especially if you have a jacket. You'd never know it's there. You know, people say, how do you get something like that? Matter of fact, some of the posts say, how do you get something like that into a parade with 800 police officers there? Well, if you narrow it down to only about 14 inches, 15 inches, Stick it down the small of your back and you're wearing a Carhartt style big puffy jacket with a hood, yeah, you'll never know it's there unless it's pulled out. But you can see this firearm fall to the ground, and you can clearly see a female who was with one of the people who tackled this individual pick it up with two fingers by the magazine that's still in the firearm— move it about four feet over to a concrete barrier where the grassy area is to get it out of the way so it's not in the middle of this grassy area. And she stands with her, like, the back of her heel on it so no one could get it, no one could take it. She stands there waving at law enforcement to come over. If you look at other videos when law enforcement come to take over for these citizens, these these good-natured civilians that risk their lives in tackling this guy if he was armed with this type of weapon, Because it wasn't until he was tackled is when this fell to the ground. So they saw someone with a firearm in his hand and tackled him, citizens, at this parade. And I I couldn't give them more kudos for doing such because God knows how much more damage this individual could have been done if the firearm was still loaded. Um, You could see law enforcement there, and as the camera's panning around, one of the law enforcement officers point to the firearm to another officer so this individual with the card heart jacket, and again, I'm piecing together three or four videos that I've seen. I was able to capture the one, slow it down on my iPad, and break it down frame by frame. And uh, I've actually just forwarded it to friends of mine in the Kansas City Police Department. So, you know, I'm sure they're doing this anyway, but it's always good to draw attention to it so they're not looking at uh, hundreds of hours of video that this is kind of narrowed down where it came from. And you could see clearly... This AR style rifle with it, it appears to be a 40 or 50 round magazine that this individual was running. This individual, uh, young black male, probably 20, 18, 20 years of age, looking at when they were searching him. That's what I'm guessing. Um, was running with this firearm. Individuals saw him, tackled him, knocking the firearm or he dropped it from his hands. Uh, as more and more individuals assisted to gain control of this suspect, a woman that was with them that was there, a bystander, did pick up the, the rifle with two fing. You could literally say she just picked it up with her, her two fingers to, like, lift it up and move it out of the way, put it down, and uh, and uh, put her ankle on it to kind of hold it but stand there and just alert a law enforcement when they got there that, hey, this is here. This was his. Uh, but here's a video clear as day of it. Uh, being knocked from him. And again, there's a lot of people around. It's a very crowded situation. Thankfully, the one individual tackled him and more joined in. A a second and third joined in pretty really quickly. Uh, There was a struggle, was a fight with this suspect. Uh, and then more and more jumped in until there were five or six of them holding him down. And then law enforcement starts getting there. And as law enforcement starts taking over, they start to handcuff this individual. You can clearly see the, the the woman flagging them over and pointing to the firearm. And then law enforcement taking control of that firearm. And they didn't touch it. They stood there just like that woman did. So kudos to her for only picking it up with two fingers to move it uh she just touched the end of the magazine you can li- clearly see her just pick it up by the butt stock of the magazine and move it over and place it down put her hands up never messed with it at all again and law enforcement did the same thing evidence crew will come in and bag and tag that they'll clear they'll clear the weapon they'll bag and tag it for evidence for fingerprints to definitively t- um put it with this individual but again with this video that I'm seeing now and again how many hundreds of miles away are we, but I, I know what I'm looking at in these situations. I know what to look for. We've done this, and usually when something like this happens, you're going to get dozens upon dozens of investigators to start sifting through video evidence and look through you know, anything they could have missed, anything they could have found. But watching the other videos, I did see at least two bystanders that appeared with chest wounds. One did not look very good at all. It was a very dark-colored blood. Um, and, and if you're you're a first responder, you know what I'm talking about. Another one, there was a, a woman giving CPR to an individual, and there were at least two other individuals with what appeared to be leg wounds, uh, gunshot wounds to the thighs that they were attempting to put tourniquets on or hold pressure on. So those are the videos I saw here. But Earlier when we were talking and I was watching Fox News, you had this one individual specifically that was being searched very meticulously in handcuffs in custody of the Kansas City Police Department wearing a Cardhart type duck colored jacket that 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 tannish jacket with a hood. Uh, beige pants, and he was being searched very meticulously. All his property was being put in, an env- in a manila envelope for safekeeping before they were loading him in a prisoner van. That's the same individual I see now that was running and tackled by bystanders at this parade. And when it slowed down frame by frame, you can see the firearm get dropped. You can see the woman whose boyfriend or husband or brother or fr- friend, you could see they were together, and he tackles, and she picks the gun up. And just by the by the two fingers by the butt of it and moves it out of the way because they are still fighting in the middle of the grassy area. This grassy area was probably about fourteen or fifteen feet wide. And then there was barriers on there was a fence and a barrier on one side where there were the street was where I'm assuming the parade went, and then another barrier by the sidewalk. That's where she put it. She stood with it until law enforcement got there, pointed it to their attention, and then they took control of it and uh and grabbed that. So That's the updates I have now. It appears that this is, in fact, now they said they had two armed uh, suspects in custody. Um, In this original video, you could see two individuals. They're about 25 yards apart, one in front of the other, the one in the beige Carhartt jacket in the front, and somebody else that's too crowded. I couldn't get a description in the rear. Law enforcement tackles the one in the back. And a good Samaritan tackles an armed suspect with an AR-style type rifle. It appears it does not have a buttstock, a large extended magazine. By that, I mean over 30 rounds for sure. And uh, tackles him, and thankfully other good Samaritans join in to help. A woman secures the firearm there. You can clearly see her pick it up and move it. And they're in custody. So that's where we're at now. That's what what I broke down here for you guys and that's what i'm seeing here so that's the most recent update as per the chief stacy graves they have two armed suspects in custody one victim is deceased and 10 to 15 injured at this time and like i said some of the other individuals and i heard the reporter during the press conference ask that Well, we saw other people get put in custody listen this is a large parade I'm sure there's drunken disorderly people there. They have to give people orders if they get pushback from people, if they get sarcastic, if they get pushed or assaulted. There's going to be other arrests that are unrelated to this. So I can see a picture of four fans that are wearing uh, Kansas City Chiefs uh jerseys that are in handcuffs i don't believe they're related to the shooting i believe they're more of a disorderly conduct didn't follow directions or caused the situation after the fact that are in custody i don't think they're related to the two that they have in custody so that's why i said take that uh with a large gathering like that with a grain of salt because there will be other non-associated arrests involved with this it's 5:22 here at WILK. time for traffic and weather
1: It is quite slow go, 81 southbound between Dunmore and the— Montage Mountain Road, Davis Street exit. You're dipping around 20 miles per hour. Heavy traffic through 15 in Plains may be causing delays. Highland Park Boulevard in Wilkesbury is bumper to bumper. Heavy traffic on North Main Avenue in Scranton and on North Main Street in Dixon City. You'll also run into heavy traffic uh, heading up that hill, Route 6 and 11 in Clark Summit. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line, 570-883-7269. This Data Internet Traffic Update brought to you. By Center City Print in Wooksbury, Scranton, and now open in Hazleton.
0: Thank you, Nikki. Here's the Storm Tracker 16 forecast from Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight, mostly clear and cold, low 20. Thursday morning, sunshine, clouds in the afternoon, high 40. Thursday night, uh, breezy with snow showers and some flurries, high 25. Friday morning snow showers, breezy in the afternoon, high 40. Saturday breezy with snow showers and flurries, high 36. Sunday partly sunny, breezy and cold, high 39. It's currently 31 degrees and sunny here at 523, your official weather station, WILK. The Wilkes-Barre Scranton Penguins transform into the area's favorite fruit this Saturday when the team hosts Pitston Tomato Night presented by Visit Luzerne County. The tomatoes will look to squash the Laval Rock Laval Rocket at 6:05 p.m., and fans can enjoy all kinds of tomato-themed fun and antics, including tomato merchandise contests and visits from Stew, the Pitston Tomato Festival mascot. Tickets are available online at WBSPenguins.com or by calling 570-2087367. Go pens. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell show on WILK News Radio. Getting some text messages. People just waking up for their night shift saying, What's going on? Can you give a give us a um, an overview of what's happening? Well, at the end of the Kansas City Chiefs Super Bowl parade. I'm by i'm talking five or ten minutes after it ended it was uh just after three o'clock there was uh, a shooting where it's now being reported that there are two armed suspects in custody one victim is deceased and at least 10 to 15 injured uh that's coming from police chief stacy graves during a press conference that just had happened there it was at the uh union station area that was about a block away from the parade route itself and again it happened after the parade and it appears that uh you know one of the suspects actually two of the suspects you can see one being taken into custody by police they tackled him and secured him and you could see a second suspect the one in that tannish carthart jacket being tackled by good samaritans and you can clearly see where he was tackled after the struggle moved a couple feet uh, a woman pick up the firearm and move it over to a more secure area and stand by it until law enforcement get there to let them know that it was there. So that that's the breaking news out of Kansas City that happened there. There was also um, a shooting, uh, a, a report of an active shooter. And again, that lockdown has been lifted from the state college in Palm Beach Gardens, Florida. And from everything I'm seeing, I'm not seeing any victims in that, so it's unknown to me at this point, based on what's putting out publicly, if there was actually a shooting. After hearing some of the witnesses' reports, it could have been a mistaken identity from a loud bang that, again, on the six-year anniversary of the Parkland shooting in Florida, a lot of people on edge probably uh, uh, overreacted, uh, which isn't necessarily a bad thing, but we'll see what happens there. I'm also getting some breaking news out of Washington, D.C., that James Clymer will be stepping out of Democratic leadership. Now, it doesn't say he's leaving Congress. It just says he will be stepping aside, stepping out of Democratic leadership. So uh, that's some breaking news out of Washington as well. So uh, I appreciate all your texts, and you can call or text at 570-883-0098. Um, it, it was good that I, I had the opportunity to take the pieces down, like I said, You had the uh, Kansas City Police Department searching the individual. Thankfully, there was a camera there. And just taking note of the description of the individual while they were doing it, while I was talking to you, and then piecing it together with video that is now coming out uh, from people who were just there watching the parade. This is an aerial photo that was taken from someone who was there to watch the parade, who actually captured... The, uh, the shooter being taken down, one by law enforcement, the other one by Good Samaritans, and then law enforcement eventually getting there. And you can clearly see the firearm being recovered from where the second individual was taken. Now, I don't know about the first individual if law enforcement were able to secure um, a firearm with them, but law enforcement, the police chief, is saying that they have two armed suspects in custody, which that would lead me to believe that there were at least two shooters here. And again, it appears to be an AR semi-automatic style rifle with its buttstock removed, which would make it more concealable. I know people say, well, how do you just, how do you conceal you know, a rifle such as that? And uh, that's why they removed the buttstock, for that purpose. You could tuck it down the small of your back, uh, keep it under your shirt with a jacket. You'd never know it's there unless it came out. Uh, Obviously, this individual was running with it, and when he fell and got tackled, I shouldn't say when he fell, when he got tackled by the first individual, the firearm comes out. There's a struggle that ensues where more and more of Good Samaritans join in to secure him, and uh, a woman that's with them secures the firearm a couple feet to their right until law enforcement gets there. So, great job by law enforcement here. Great job by by uh, the good Samaritans that were there. They, they definitely took their lives, um, a risk to their lives, being that this was an armed suspect. But this just goes to show you, at an event where there are 800 law enforcement officers from all different federal, local, state, at an event, these things are sometimes hard to prevent. It's why you have to be ready for them. You have to be vigilant. And thank you here. I mean, there are one de- there is one deceased being deceased and 10 to 15 injured. I'm hearing four or five critically at this time. Um, These things do happen. It'll be interesting to see. Again, you have your normal politician, Senator Casey being one of them, coming out and, of course, talking about – and he literally had to post that 10 minutes after this happened. You know, we need to do something. Not knowing a fact about it. Not knowing a single thing. We have to do something about it. Um, How about you wait till there's facts and then we can figure out what would actually help? Because I'm sure your common sense help would not – have a thing to do with how this person had a firearm, why he had a firearm, and most likely a repeat offender uh, as history prevails in these types of cases. It's uh, 5.32 here at WILK. We'll be back. Welcome back to the Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. I appreciate some of the text messages. Listen, this, this is the cartoon characters that we get here on this show. We're talking about very serious things. I'm giving you information that we've got, that I've gotten, you know, looking at the, the evidence myself, and this is the question I get, 40 or 50 round mag, do you know what an AR magazine capacity is? Have you tried to shove an AR down your back of your pants? I'd get the info straight before you start making claims. Do better. Okay, moron. First of all, yes, I do know what an AR does. I know how much they hold. Uh, matter of fact, I'm kind of an expert on the stack. I do own several ARs and M4s. and I'm a, I am was a member of the NYPD Dynamic Entry Tur- Tur- Team, and I've personally taken ARs that I just explained out of the small of someone's back. So, yes, I'm talking from professional experience when I tell you how easy they are to conceal like that. If you take the butt stock off an AR, it's only about 16 inches long. You stick the barrel down the crack of your butt, and there's not much there. It doesn't even come up past your shoulder blades. You put a jacket over that, and you're good to go. So oh, as, as for the rounds of magazines, do you know how many rounds an AR holds? I have magazines for my ARs and M4s anywhere from 5, 10, 15, 30. I don't have anything over 30, though, uh, but I've seen 40- and 50-round magazines. And based on my professional experience in owning these weapons, moron, I can tell that it extends far beyond a 30-round capacity magazine. That's why I'm saying 40- or 50-round magazine. So there you go, cartoon character. Why don't you call in and show your neighbors, friends, and family what kind of moron you are? Because it's as simple as that. And that's where I get my information from, and that's why I bring that information to the listeners, and that's why they like it, and that's why this show's doing so well. So if you don't like it, 6956, go somewhere else. It's pretty simple. Stop being miserable in your life. It's Valentine's Day. I know somebody probably doesn't love you, but that's okay. Jake and I are going to go home. We have people who love us. The listeners out there, most of them have people who love us. You don't like the show, don't listen. But don't be a moron. Or call in and let everybody know through your voice what kind of moron you truly are. It's as simple as that. Thank you. Ooh, now that I said that, we can get, off, get that off my chest. Um, Uber and Lyft drivers are planning a strike. So if you plan on using Uber or Lyft, uh, was that strike today, or it's everywhere? US and UK. Oh, it's it's today on Valentine's Day. Did anyone have trouble getting an Uber lift? See, I meant to tell tell you this story first thing earlier today, and uh before I even move on to that, something else before all this happened because you have a few hours left. Hopefully, they're not sold out yet. But the West Pittston Fire Company is having a Valentine's flower sale. Um. They've had it since Monday. It's at Driscoll's Home Center, 720 Wyoming Avenue in West Pittston. The sale, it continues to 7 p.m. until today. Flowers will be available until they're sold out. Being there's only a little bit of time left, oh, I wish I could get Maybe I can get there before I get out of here. Maybe I'll shoot over there. But they probably won't have anything left. But they are open till 7. Um, go over to Driscoll's Home Center, 720 Wyoming Valley. Support your local fire department, the West Pittston Fire Department, and see uh, see what they have left. Hopefully they do, and get those flowers for your loved one. Unlike some cartoon character call the textures we get, that probably don't have anybody to buy flowers for or won't receive flowers. So it's as simple as that. But that's uh did you have any trouble getting a New Borough lift today? They were supposedly going on strike for Valentine's Day, both <laughs> here and in the UK. So after this, we need you to go out and try and get an Uber or Lyft and let me know so we can update the listeners.
1: <laughs> well, they're going on strike for what? They work for themselves. They call
0: it the date night strike because they're saying they deserve more money than Uber or Lyft is giving them. So they were well, gonna. Uh,
1: here's the thing about Uber or Lyft: you sign up to do that gig, yeah. you know, and there's other real jobs that you can have. And after if if to today, are... I'm
0: thinking of signing up and doing it.
1: Uh, really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I understand that people like get can make good money doing that. So I don't know who thinks they're going on strike for Well, oh, they're probably not getting that $50 an hour they deserve. Yeah. You know? You know, they're not making at least what should be minimum wage. Cal- what, what, Do I what want should, to start what, there? What
0: Nikki's talking about is yesterday. There's a California congresswoman who wants to make the federal minimum wage $50. I say we don't settle for anything less than fifty one fifty.
1: I heard her whole explanation yeah. of why and that she was a small business owner, and that she, but she never finished explaining how that would work out for the small business. She was asked directly, How is that going to work out for a small business? Well, as you know, I was a small business owner, and then she never went back to how she would have, but she's not anymore. So, I, it, it, how is it going to work out? I don't know. I I just don't even understand. Don't but yeah, I I thought you said that we should raise it to five thousand dollars an hour.
0: No, fifty one fifty. Oh, okay.
1: Well five thousand know, I'm she's thinking. gonna say
0: fifty. I'm I'm no less than fifty one fifty. But
1: why not five thousand if you're doing it that way?
0: Well somebody said well, actually during that if you listen to more, somebody says why not a hundred?
1: Yeah, like why not? Like Seriously, because Jake knows the answer to this. If you raise the minimum wage to $50 or even $100 an hour, what then does minimum wage become? Do traffic. <laughs> he doesn't want to do math. It's well, Jeff's th- looking for us oh, okay. to do
2: traffic. <laughs>
1: well, it's still minimum. All right, we have no reports of any accidents on 81. Just to <laughs> slow down through the Scranton area, you might be hitting around 20 miles per hour. A little bit of heavy traffic on North Main Avenue in Scranton and Main Street in Dixon City. And it is bumper to bumper on Highland Park Boulevard in Wilkes-Barre. Whenever you see a traffic problem, call our jam line 570-883-7269 from the WILK Traffic Center. Nikki Stone with this Pentella Data internet traffic update.
0: Thank you, Nikki. Here's the storm tracker 16 forecast from uh, Chief Meteorologist Kurt Aaron. Tonight mostly clear and cold, low 20. Thursday morning sunshine, clouds in the afternoon, high 40. Thursday night breezy and snow showers and flurries, high 20, low 25. Friday a.m. snow showers, breezy in the afternoon, high 40. Saturday breezy and snow showers and flurries, high 36. Sunday partly sunny, windy and cold, high 39. It's currently, hang on, 30 degrees here at 544, your official weather station, WIOK. Let me tell you a little bit about BudgetBlinds.com. Something else I know a little bit about. BudgetBlinds.com. You're going to go there. You're going to get in touch with Tom or Rick, owners of your local Budget Blinds that cover all of Northeast Pennsylvania. These guys are the experts in the field, the leader in custom window treatments. By custom window treatments, I'm talking blinds, shades, shutters, drapes, 90% more options than the big box stores. I'm telling you, that's the biggest thing that stuck out at me. That's why I'm always going to continue to harp on it. Budget Blinds is proud to offer the best warranty program in the industry including their no-questions-asked guarantee, which means you're going to save money. The volume pricing, not only are you getting the cost, the savings for your blinds that you're buying, you're getting their volume price discount for all the blinds they buy for all their customers. 30 years of style and expert service. You cannot go wrong. They service everything they sell. Budgetblinds.com. Get a free consultation, virtual, in house. They'll make it work for you. Check them out. Budgetblinds.com. Welcome back to The Rob O'Donnell Show on WILK News Radio. 103.1 FM, 910, 980 AM. You can call in or text 570 883 0098. Got some text. Uh, you tell them, Rob. Are they even sure an AR was used? Yes, I'm the one who put that out there. I am actually I actually was looking at a picture where you can see the suspect drop it when he's ta- tackled. It is an AR-style rifle. It appears to be a 5.56 caliber. But, again, the magazine is far beyond a 30-round normal magazine, so that's why I was talking about that. Another um, text message is right on, Rob. I don't get riled up often, but, you know, some today was just not the day. And, uh, you know, cartoon characters are just that. Um some Gen 2 there's 100 round drum magazines. Yeah, they're they're useless though. Uh, but I know what you're talking about. Let me see uh Rob don't let the wannabe experts rally you up. LOL. I build ARs and have several 40 round magazines. Oh, I know they exist. I I have 5 round. I have cuz when you go to a, a state game lens range, you can only have so many you can only shoot so many rain, rounds at the same time, especially with the semi-automatic. So I have a five-round just for that. And in some states where you can hunt with an AR, uh, some of them limit you in your type of magazine that you have. So I have several five-round magazines, 10-round, 15, uh, 30s. I think I even have a 20. Um, That's pretty it for text message, so I appreciate you texting in. Something I wanted to get to earlier, and uh, maybe I'll wait. I don't see where Jake went. He's going to want to get in on this. Uh, Jake, there you are. So, um, I don't know. This one's hitting me. This one's hitting me. William Post, he's the inventor of the Pop-Tart, died today at 96. Yeah, I saw that. William Post. 96. What a life. He invented the Pop-Tart. Was was they... They didn't say inventor, but they said was responsible for the Pop-Tart. it's so, an interesting choice of words. Yeah, maybe somebody <laughs> brought it to him, and he's the one who said, yes, we should do it. Like he was, I mean, last name like Post. Is he part of the Post cereal family? That's or what that I Post? was thinking, because Pop-Tarts, that's under the Kellogg's brand. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. have to do some real. But William Post, he was 96. They said he was responsible for the Pop-Tart. I thank him and his legacy for the Pop-Tarts. It got yes. me all through elementary school, middle school, high school, probably some of college. And even now, when I, you know, I don't feel so good. I want a Pop-Tart. Favorite flavor? Oh, hmm. I, I'm not like a brown sugar or chocolate. Tro- even though I'm a big chocolate guy, I Same don't like here. the brown sugar. I don't like the chocolates. I like the strawberries. Yeah. The blueberries good. Uh, you know, I'm more of the fruit Pop-Tarts. Now, there's... There's a yeah, place in too. Annapolis called the Iron Rooster. A matter of fact, their breakfast—I get their chicken and waffles. It's life-changing. Mm. So if you're ever in Annapolis, downtown Annapolis, go to the the Iron Rooster. Their chicken and waffles is— li- I, my wife literally said she's gonna, she's not allowed to eat with me anymore because I make sex sounds when I eat them. That's how good <laughs> the chicken and waffles is. She goes, "Will you stop moaning?" Well, she literally yells at me, "Will you stop moaning?" That's how good their chicken and waffles is. Like it's it. just phenomenal. But they make a homemade Pop-Tart. Their breakfast appetizer is a homemade Pop-Tart. They have a flavor of the day. They have your re- big flavors. And and it's a homemade Pop-Tart. It's phenomenal. It's good for two people. Yeah. You only get one to share it. But I, I'm only allowed to go there by myself because I make sounds when I eat my chicken and waffles. So, But... That's that. So you're trying I, I to lighten gotta, things up for i, I got to say, State. out of the last two segments, we, we have a lot of good content for promo material <laughs> <laughs> for the next one. Well, you know what? We, we talked a lot of uh, serious stuff today, yeah. uh, a lot of things going on. Uh, you, you think w- when you have a 30-year law enforcement professional, you want to keep them on the air and not go to a local reporter telling how people are, are confused. But with that being said, it is what it is. Let's go to the phones now, real quick. We have uh, Charlie from Wilkesbury on the cost of living in California.
2: Yes, Rob. Uh, right before COVID, my daughter uh, lives in Alameda County, and uh, she and I were talking. I don't know how the heck we got onto the subject of cost of living, and she said uh, that the cost of uh, the, uh, the c- poverty. Level in Alameda County, in California, it's, it's, uh San Francisco area, was a hundred dollars an hour, or hundred yeah, a hundred thousand dollars.
0: Hundred thousand, yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. And then I mean, a couple of days later, she calls me up. She says, "Dad, I was wrong." I said, What do you mean, Katie? <laughs> and she says they just raised it to a hundred and five thousand. That's the poverty level, yeah in
0: San francisco area i mean the local local law enforcement there some of their starting some of their top salaries are like one hundred and seventy thousand, and people say, well, why why don't you just go there? Well, the cost of living is extreme. I mean a tank of gas uh, a gallon of gas is like four ninety a gallon or four fifty a gallon. Um, and I was just talking to friends of mine, I, I spoke about it earlier in the week, that they're going to charge any everyone an extra $169 on their electric bill to pay for low-income people who can't pay their electric bill. So mm-hmm. they're going to tack on a fee of $169 to help people who aren't paying their electric to people who are paying their electric. So mm-hmm. the, those are the crazy things that go on. And,
2: and, and, and you tie it all together, here's a guy who wants to be the Democratic uh, candidate
0: uh, for president. <laughs> He'll know, never get the swing states. State. <laughs> I mean, I know I know he's in the talking a lot of times, and we're talking about Gavin Newsom here. He will never get past the swing states. You know, where Joe Biden, as a vice president, there's really no record to have. As a senator, he was pretty much nobody, uh, even though he spent 40 years in public service. So he really had no record to run on when he ran for president. I'm talking about Joe Biden. Uh, well, to where Gavin Newsom has a history as governor that's utterly destroyed the state and, and bankrupted it. And, uh, you know, it's going to be hard for him to get past the swing states. Now, uh, California, New York, and these Yahoo states that, that like that sort of thing and uh, like to play Russian roulette with their economies um, will vote for him. But you will never get it past swing states.
2: Well, we also always have to remember what Biden said in an interview during the 1968 Democratic Convention. In Chicago. And that was, I think it was a CBS reporter uh, was playing with him, and uh, and, and uh, asked him why he was there and what his goals were, and he said, he's 27, he's not old, old enough to be a senator. And he says, well, first I'm going to become the senator from Delaware when I get old enough. And then he, she says, what are your long-term goals? He says, I'm going to be president of the United States. So she now she really starts to play with him and says, "So what are you gonna? What are your main goals as president of the United States when you make it?" And he says two things. And he says, "One, I'm going to eliminate Israel, and two, I'm going to have the United States join the one world order."
0: I'm going to have to look look that up because uh, that sounds a little too off for me, but. Um... Uh, it, was, uh,
2: I don't, it was one of the three major stations. I'm pretty sure it was not ABC. So, I'm, And back then it was just CBS and NBC. I'm guessing it was CBS. It was a woman reporter. She was about in early 30s, I would guess, and light brown hair.
0: I'll take your word for it, but it's something I'm going to have to check into there, Charlie. Thank I appreciate you. you checking in. I'm up against the end of the show here. Have a great one. Thank you, Charlie. Thanks for checking in. It's 5.56 here at WILK. We'll be back. Perfect song, Jake. Perfect song, Jake. Uh, You know, with all the tragedy that we've seen today, obviously someone was killed in Kansas City during this mass shooting with at least 10 to 15 injured. Some others, I'm sure, fighting for their life in critical condition. Two armed individuals in custody. And again, we're talking about the shooting that took place at the end of the Kansas City Chiefs uh, celebratory Super Bowl parade in Kansas City in the Union Station area there. Uh, You had law enforcement do what they do. They ran towards the gunfire without hesitation. You had everyday citizens tackle an armed individual. So be thankful we're American today. God bless. Be safe. We'll do it again tomorrow.